it's that time again. Time for the Dawn Patrol podcast. And today, for the first time in the history of the podcast, Dawncast, Vancast, I'm calling a phone interview. I'm calling my cohort, one of the Magnificent Seven, one of the guys that run Dusk Patrol, the guy who helps me up front in Dawn Patrol, Steve Cavallaro. Let's see if the brother's there. Hey, bro, what are you doing, Steve? I just did my intro to the Vancast, Podcast, Dawncast, and you are where right now as we speak? I'm actually sitting in the men's corner. Oh, from the holy ground. <laughs> yeah. The spot, the spot men gather. Well, I am sitting in the van in uh, uh, Dana Point, San Juan Castro. Capistrano and San Clemente at an intersection here on the railroad tracks waiting for the coastliner to go by. You been here? Uh, no, I never have. No, what? I'd love to go sometime. Really? Though. You've never been down in here? No, never oh. have. Been, been along the coast down south, but never never really got to the point where I got to any of those cool surf breaks, you know? Yeah, so. well, it's a beautiful spot. You and Helen should come. Uh, so today I didn't make Dawn Patrol. I do my yearly migration down here, and uh, this is the first time in the history where we are not live in a studio audience with an engineer, and uh, this is exciting. So, so tell me, Steve, just a couple things about you. You are a retired. Yeah, I was uh, a firefighter for thirty, almost thirty-two years. I'm a retired battalion chief. That was the rank I. Uh... I was at when I retired, and uh, I still keep my fingers in it through teaching and through uh, the Fire Academy course at the College of San Mateo. I'm one of the instructors up there, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of my gig, kind of half retired, half working, but uh, it's it's good. Yeah. Do you ever keep your fingers in it by, like, say, starting your barbecue on fire or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, run around chasing chasing fire engines when they drive by. Not not to that point. Okay. Thankfully, okay. No, I'm not a threat to society. <laughs> not, not yet, anyway. <laughs> hey, to the uh, you've been helping me up front. Uh, a what? How, three years? Yeah, yeah, about yeah, three or four years, right? Yeah. Right. And you you <laughs> originally came to us in Dawn Patrol up in D three. I remember it. What? Right. How, how long ago was that? I think I started Dawn Patrol in 2008 or 2009, okay. somewhere in there. Okay, so almost 10 years. Yeah, almost while. 10 years. I think you were there right when it, we pulled back that one wall and we realized, wow, guys are really connecting here. They, it's a real, uh, I remember when I, I commented on your Walden uh, t-shirt. Right. Yeah, that's the first time I think we really kind of talked because I was kind of one of those guys that would come in and just sit in back and you know, engage the guys at my table, but uh, you always were pretty busy and bombarded by guys. And I think uh, I had on a Walden Surf Company T-shirt, and you and you at the time had a Walden surfboard, and you kind of went, "Hey, surf!" <laughs> and I go, "Yeah." And you go, "You surf with a Walden?" I go, "Yeah." Unbelievable. And that's kind of where we yeah. linked up, and then I think we went surfing a few weeks after that, and took yeah. off from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah. clearly. <laughs> Uh, you are part of the Magnificent Seven. Those guys, uh, you helped me in Dawn Patrol with with a little splash of JP, and then those guys run Dust Patrol. And it's just really a privilege uh, as I drive around even this week and doing podcasts and telling guys what we have going on down 
up there and what they have going on down here. It's just such a joy to talk about you guys. Uh, I wish you guys were listening to that. I can't wait for you to hear some of the podcasts. Uh, this morning, you and JP rocked. How was that? Oh, it was fun. He's he's so great. <laughs> what what happened? Uh, he, he says, hey, you know all that stuff we do when Mark's here? He goes, this is like having a substitute teacher today. We're not doing any of that. So you want the microphone? Come up and grab the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> go, the cards on the table thing, we're not doing that. Talk as long as you want. I mean, he, was, he was just, it was great. He's, he is so... He's so much fun. That guy is just a hoot. You know? Yeah. Did guys relate to that? Were they laughing? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the guys were going nuts. They were. He had the whole room. In, he had him in stitches by five after six. He had the whole room laughing. Really? You know, just a, yeah, just off to a great. Good start. for you guys. That makes really it. Good start. That makes it so much easier when we have a nice, you know, I call it body life, where guys are engaged and laughing and leaning in a little bit. Yeah. That's fun. Did Did you guys interview anybody, or did you meet anybody? No, we didn't, because our intro, by the time we showed your video and we talked and then did the table question, I didn't even start uh, getting into the message until almost 6.20. Okay, good. So, That's good. Yeah, so we had we had quite a bit of Your video came off real well. Did um, it? Did it? Guys relate yeah. to it? Yeah, it was good. It okay. was really good. I, would, I didn't know if that would be weird or anything, but for me, a guy no. who who's, was in the plane, I just was stunned at what God's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I went to breakfast with those guys, and then we did a podcast with one of the two founders uh, about Dawn Patrol. And we're going to put it on the Dawn Patrol uh, podcast when Kyle gets back. Uh, you guys prayed for Kyle? We did. We, yeah, uh, yeah. we, we uh, JP uh, led the group in prayer for Kyle with his uh, appendectomy surgery. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or he, no, not appendectomy, his uh, hernia surgery. Hernia. hernia. I'm telling everybody he had massive hemorrhoids that... that uh, <laughs> That's what I'm telling everybody because I don't even I can't even say appendectomy. See, I can't even appendectomy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, so uh, so that's good, fun. I wish I could see you guys. Uh, could have seen it. I can't wait to see the video. Uh, how did you feel about that morning? I mean, just you. Here you are. Everybody shows up. You know, uh, it's yeah. a brand new day. We uh, did you sleep good? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My guts in such a knot. Oh man, you know it's a responsibility to preach the word of God, and I, you yeah, know, and, yeah, and and hey, honestly, you know, guys, come, you're a tough act to follow. So, well, it's uh, Larry Volt sitting there, Butch Monk sitting there. I'm trying to. All the guys follow. were there. Was it a full house? Oh yeah, same crew was there as as always. Oh good. Um, so yeah, it was a good sized group. Yeah. Good, 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 and and uh, that's so funny. It's really weird when you when you prepare. And you know who's going to be there. All the guys, goofy, you know, uh, just marginal believers, wrestling with deep things, guys that have been in the ministry 20, 30, 40, 50 years. It's a real, it's a different animal. Yeah. And uh, you go into other ministries, even even around uh, at the, at the um, it, uh, where did I go? I went to some place in Livermore where the guys have been meeting for 40-something years. And then wow. down, down the street at another church, they had been meeting for four months. And in both circles, everybody was pretty much in the same life stage in the same place spiritually. Yeah, there's wow. something powerful about when there's, there's a room full of people that are com, uh, completely different, different walks of life, different backgrounds, and so for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Is there's guys from, I mean, all age spectrums, all nationalities, all different places as far as you know their jobs from blue collar to 
to executives. It's it's pretty cool. To no jobs. To no jobs. To no job. Yeah, to the guys that are in between jobs or searching or whatever. Retired or the the Carl brings his kids, eight year old, you know, nineteen year old. So fun, so fun. Listen, what was the 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 uh, normally I interview a guy, but it's a privilege to interview you who spoke. So. Tell me, what was the title? What was the text? What was the big idea as far as you tried to convey? Yeah, so we were in the second chapter chapter of Philippians, uh, first 11 verses, where Paul is trying to encourage the folks in Philippi, uh, encourage them uh, to have unity, to kind of be of one mind, uh, still be individuals, but really the concept of the way you're going to unite together is by serving one another. And being humble. And so uh, the theme today, the, the, the title of the talk was uh, After You, um, and it really was a, kind of a study about humility, about what does it mean to be humble currently in society. I mean, that's really opposite of where we think of selfies and everybody kind of looking out for number one and all that. And so it was really a chance to unpack what it really means to be humble and uh, what steps can we take, what small steps can we take towards that lifestyle of humility wow it's amazing as you're describing that that big idea uh from the text and then what you're going to apply which i can't wait to hear uh it's wild that the lord had put this this series on my heart i think last summer you know after the new year's book of philippians find some joy chill out a little bit And a year ago here in this location where I'm at right now is when I started to really wrestle with, wow, I'm anxious about a lot of things, you know, so through the summer. And then now we picked this date, you know, uh, 10 months ago, and I didn't know where we'd be in the series. And here it is. And then we started a week early, and I was going to do this uh, next week, this this topic. And the Lord went, no, I think I'm going to have a humble guy teach about humility. I think I think we're gonna pass this one on, and I can't wait to see the video. And humility is always true humility. We talked about it uh, always, you know, false humility, just you know, uh, yeah. passiveness right. or whatever. Yeah, that self-deprecating kind of. Uh, yeah, we touched on that about you know people think well just because I cut myself down in front of people or I'm kind of self-deprecating that somehow. It's like, hey, see how humble I am, everybody? Watch me. Watch how humble I can be. And that's the exact opposite of what true humility is. True humility happens in the blind. It happens where an act of service, you you perform an act of service, and nobody sees it. And you draw no attention to yourself. And it's all about the other people. None of it is about you. And I think, uh, yeah, what you said is right. We have... Uh, kind of a false sense of humility, almost a humble brag, you know, to kind of coin a modern phrase where we, you know, to try and seem humble, we ultimately are drawing attention to ourselves, and that's the opposite of the type of humility Paul calls us to. You can't, you do something and you don't post it. Right. Right. Huh. You don't post it, you don't seek applause, you don't seek recognition. You don't tell a bunch of people, look what I just did. You know, it, it's, I, yeah, it's it's humility. And I say in the blind, it's humility that an act of service that nobody sees. And really our church, we have so many opportunities to serve up here. And that's what I try to encourage guys with is 
you want to start down the path of humility, just look around, look at the opportunities in our church to serve. And then uh, I cited, you know, an example of a, of a guy who recently passed who was an elder in our church and how him and his wife did the laundry for Cafe Four every week. Yep. And this was a guy who had a pretty, you know, high up position. Yep. But humility is not about position. It's 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 basically just, you know, disengaging yourself from whatever your position in life is and really taking that lowly position of others first. I'm serving others. And, and and this guy, you know, he they did the laundry for the cafe, which I can't think of probably a more humbling job, you know. Oh, those things are nasty. Stain. Those things you know, are nasty. Yeah, nasty. And this guy joyfully with his wife every week cleaning the towels for Cafe Four. I mean, did, it was, did you mention who it was? I did, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Bill Doyle uh, came to the church at, at four years old, I think? I think so, yeah. 90, how old was he when he passed? Um, you know, I'm not really sure. I, I don't know what his age is. I know he was an elder for years, yeah. you know, on the church board. and Yeah. Just a, yeah, just a great guy. Great you know? guy, so. great uh, wife, um, uh, president, and, and what, CEO, or what would you call it, of Peterson Tractor for, for I don't know, all the, the 40 years? I don't know, 50 years? Yeah, 90-something he passed. What a, Just a sweet, sweet, humble. That's a great example. Great, great yeah. example of humility. Right. Uh, uh, Steve, what was your takeaway, just as a man, as we close, what are you going to do in your day-to-day as uh, application to what you learned from the Word as you processed it, studied it, and then got to deliver it? What are you going to do, change, or add to your normal day in closing to encourage the kiddies at home? Yeah, so I think for me it, it it's really, it's it's simple, but it's difficult, right? And that's just take those baby steps that whatever situation you're presented with instead of the default of how is this going to work out for me i'm going to try and look at it from the perspective of what can i do to to bless or encourage someone else instead of putting myself first right that's society me first and 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 i'm i'm guilty of that i'll i'll spin up just as quick as anybody else and and that's not what we're called to do. So my thing is just like like the series says, just chill, <laughs> chill. Take the eyes off yourself. What can you do to help somebody else? What can you do to put somebody else first? What can you do in in the situation at work, in the situation at home, in the situation with your kids, wherever? How can I t- how can I get the take of other people first and not me first? And do you have like something in mind, an idea, a, a person, a moment, an event? You're gonna do that, like coming up. Oh yeah, my wife. Okay. Absolutely. For years, for years, she put me first while I was working, teaching, doing stuff, kind of doing my own agenda. And and so for me, it's it's work, and I be humble and 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 help her, encourage her, take take the take the spotlight off of me take the, the all the decision calling off of me whatever you know however yeah. you want to phrase it and put it put it onto her so that and don't so remind that, her and don't remind her that you did it exactly exactly yeah. right what can i do to help her bless her where she might not even know it's me that did it unbelievable steve you're always an encouragement always an encouragement to everybody who knows you i get to walk the earth with you uh, you stood in the gap for me today. I know the guys. I know the guys were blessed. 
and it usually goes this way every year. Uh, oh, you're back already? And uh, I, I'm just proud to walk the earth with you, and I know the guys were blessed today, and I can't wait to see the video and grow in my own humility. And uh, Steve, have a good day. We'll see you Sunday with all the Magnificent Seven. All right, buddy, God bless you. Well, that's a good truth. God bless you at home, on the road, at work, and we'll talk to you next time.